Hey everybody and uh, welcome back to another exciting episode of Frights of the Roundtable 2.0. I'm your host Jonathan Moody and I've got an awesome guest here uh, right now, Steve Rosinski. How you doing Steve? I'm doing fantastic today. It is good to be here. Happy to be on the show. Thanks for having <sighs> me. You know what? I So I just watched Amityville uh, Christmas Vacation and one of my favorite parts is that your character is so cheery and so nice that even the ghost says that to you, you know, and I thought that was pretty, pretty, you know, because you are just you seem like a very, uh, you know, just chill, nice, sweet person, you know. Well, I appreciate that. Uh, I definitely come off uh, much more cynical online, especially when talking about the film industry specifically, because I've been doing it long enough that I don't lie about things anymore. Uh, Wait, but... did you lie about stuff before? Uh, yeah, early in my career. Okay. I used to say stuff like, I think things are going to turn out okay for everyone. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so for that character especially wally uh when bill murphy and i first wrote that character of wally because i don't know if you've seen the meowie movies i have not wally is the human lead in all of those so is okay so i, I haven't i know uh paul did some reviews of them for indie film cafe um for meowie um mm -hmm. i think christmas or something meowie christmas or whatever yeah um i like is meowie an actual cat in the movie uh, yeah, Miss or, Whiskers is the talking cat who's the star of those four films, and Wally is her owner. Okay. And this story is just Wally's adventure, and that's why you don't hear the cat talk, because now it's from Wally's perspective. Okay. So it's um, not that the cat's perspective, yeah. Correct. Uh, but when we were first writing Wally for the very first Meowie Curses back in 2017, Bill Murphy and I both said to each other at the same time, like, this character is our Ernest P. World. Like, when we're writing these scripts, we're going to have moments where we will outright say, would Ernest do this? So, like, there's a scene where, like, Wally could have been, like, mean to a character. They're like, wait, 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 would Ernest do that? No, he wouldn't. Wally's not going to do that either. So Wally has a little bit of, like, a, a sting, and, like, we got a little bit of satire, a little political satire with Wally, but he's meant to be, like, just this genuinely good, wholesome person that means well and does want to help people. Uh, so when the Meowie movies wrapped up, because, you know, those are finished. I'm not doing those anymore. Um, I will never Why? say never. I'll never say never, but I'm not planning on it. Um I still wanted to explore. I'll answer your question in a second. I'm not ignoring you. I just wanted to finish. Um, when I started exploring the idea of this Amityville parody and Hallmark Christmas movie parody, uh, at first, when I was pitching it with Bill, I was like, oh, yeah, it'll be about this character, this character, this character. Wait, what if it's just about Wally? What if just Wally goes to Amityville? And boom, so this was kind of an experiment to see if Wally could kind of run a whole film on his own. And I think the experiment worked. So I think we'll see Wally in more adventures in the future. I just don't know when. Uh, for why I decided to stop doing the cat movies, because it's too easy to fall into that pit. It is too easy to fall into that pit and make 20 cat movies, and now that's my career forever. Uh, <laughs> it's They were so cheap and so easy and so financially successful that I, I just didn't want to do it anymore. You know, I made me out of Christmas, and it was a success. So I was able to scratch my itch making a PG horror movie with Meowie Halloween, and that's the best financial decision I've made in my life. Holy God! Um, it's ridiculous. 
Uh, and that made enough money that I was just like, okay, let's end the story. So I made three and four back to back. I got the craziest and the weirdest with those two because I knew the fans were already signed on. And I said, okay, that's the ending. You actually, you get an, a saga of talking animal movies with an actual conclusive ending. And I did a miniseries for Steve Buster, but that, that was just something for the fans as like an anniversary thing. That's that, nice. wasn't, that wasn't really a Meowie movie. Okay, well, so we will have a, hopefully have another guest be joining us uh, somewhat soon. And uh, so I, I have to ask, like, you are kind of sort of, you know, into Christmas, pretty much you're into the spirit. a little bit you know I are mean, your fans at home able to see the screens or are they just listening i think you'll just be listening though i am wearing a christmas shirt oh fantastic yeah fantastic. christmas story shirt so yeah. for those of you just listening my christmas village is lit up completely i got all the lights around santa claus is standing over my right shoulder hmm. seven of my trees are up no <laughs> i i you know i don't know i I'm weird. I sort of, I used to, when I was a kid, of course, I love Christmas or whatever. I always got excited, you know, when Christmas day was coming or whatever. Um, and then I, I don't know if I, I don't know if it's like losing this Christmas spirit, but I also lost the Halloween spirit. Like, I, I think, I don't know, maybe I'm, I'm becoming uh, Scrooge slash whoever gets grumpy on Halloween, you know, kind of thing. I don't know. It just doesn't have the same effect it does when I was a kid. Well, for me, it's way stronger now than when I was a kid. You know, I, I, I uh, didn't have a great childhood or great home or great family life. Uh, so, you know, this time of year was pretty rough for me from age zero to probably 2021. And that's where I do really decide, like, I want to start, you know, spending time with friends and like making other people happy and giving to my friends and the people I care about. And from that point on, I became, you know, you can ask anyone that knows me in real life. I'm the Lord of Christmas. Yeah. Uh, I can't tell you how many of my friends have come up to me and said to my face, Steve, you made me love Christmas. And that's the greatest review I've ever gotten in my goddamn life. Um, so it's, it's something you gotta, gotta, it's a muscle you got to exercise. You know, you got to you got to make the miracle happen. Otherwise, you lose it. And if you lose it, it's hard to get back. Right. Oh, interesting. I didn't think about that. You have to work out. So, yeah. You know, um, it's you don't have to be as crazy as me. <laughs> I mean, that that's good. Like, I like that. Like, I like that there are still people out there who decorate their you know, decorate their house, but decorate their outside of their house. Cause I saw the outside of your house. I think you just sent a picture of your yeah. outside of your house looks like. And I mean, that is that to me, uh, I mean, are those, are those new or like, were those new ornaments only, and, and decorations? Uh, the only things that are new for outside is I finally found one of those like fake fire light flame lampposts that's up. And the penguin slide is new. I was eyeing that last year at Home Depot, but I didn't bite the bullet because I bought this six-foot-tall animatronic Santa Claus that talks and sings. So I didn't want to spend that much money all at once. But they were back in stock, so I got them. But this... like the deer's already there, the neon tree I've already had, the Santa Claus tree that's on the front porch that came into play, I think, last year, if not the year before. Um, the backyard also is done up in lights. Front yard is cool white, backyard is warm white, so that way you can kind of go through the coolness of winter to some warmness outside. I like that. 
Um, and then we did get a new six foot tall but skinny flocked tree uh, that's upstairs in the upstairs hallway landing. And that's a treat tree. So it's like covered in candy ornaments and peppermint and cocoa ornaments and stuff like please, that. Please tell me that your your cats probably try to play with that tree. She doesn't care at all. No. No. I, again, I have when the day after Thanksgiving, I will buy my real tree and I have eight trees. Two of them are outside, the rest are indoors. My cat has never messed with a tree, never messed with an ornament. She likes to sleep under them and it is the cutest. She's Aww. the cutest Christmas cat. Uh, but no, I've never had a problem with her. You know, I was worried the first year when like, I got a real tree. Um, I was like, oh, is she going to mess with it? And no, she didn't. And she just never did. What is Whisker's name? Her, her, the actress's her... name is Gizmo Cat. Gizmo Cat. Okay, yes. that's cute. And then I saw it was, a, you have like gerbils? Rats. Rats. Okay, you got rats. And one of them's Egon and one of them's uh, Peter or Ray. Right. Yes, yes, and yes. I have four rats. It's Egon, Ray, Peter, and Winston. Oh, jeez, that's awesome. That is, that is, that is so. Yeah, because I figured I know you're a Ghostbusters fan. Yes. You know? Like, I think anybody who grew up in my generation and my time, because we're about the same age, I think. About. I'm 35. I'm 40, so I'm a little, a little, a older, little older, but yeah. but not much. And I think 35 to 40 is like the Ghostbusters age anyway, like the mm -hmm. kids who mm -hmm. kind of grew up playing Ghostbusters and, you know, doing all that stuff. Uh, sadly, it's not. I'm hoping it comes back because of the new Ghostbusters movie, hoping that kids start being able to get backpacks or, you know, proton mm -hmm. packs and, you know, things like that and be able to go out and do that stuff. It's going to be a whole new generation of kids, you know, that love Ghostbusters, hopefully. You know. I mean, we'll see. We'll see where they go with the franchise at this point. Yeah. Because um, I mean, that's I, the thing. Like, there was only a couple of movies, but they still, they, they had the cartoons, mm -hmm. both of them, um, to also keep that sort of, to make it that franchise. If it was just the two movies by itself, I don't know if it would be as big with the kids when we were kids at that point. Yeah. Um, well, the cartoon right was now, it's really just, you know, it. we, had, we had the 2016 movie, which, you know, I didn't like, but it has its fans. I'm not going to insult it. You know, people that like it, that's fine. And then we had Afterlife. But again, that's sort of the same deal. It's like you got two movies in the past, like, what, seven years. And that's well, it. Like, there's there's a game that's like a multiplayer game. I saw, like, no marketing for it. I didn't even know it existed until this past week. There, um, there was, if you go to, like, the Ghostbusters YouTube page or whatever, um, there was some stuff on, like, uh, they had like a, a showing like a, um, a, you know, it was a screening of the Ghostbusters Afterlife. And mm -hmm. then it was Jason Reitman and them coming down and telling them everything they're planning to do with the franchise. You know, sure. But here's comic the... books and everything. Nothing's happened yet. Uh, That's uh, the thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like I remember when Sony was planning that back in 2016. So. Um, and like yeah. the comic book has been good. So like I don't I haven't read it in the past couple of years. I unfortunately like I moved and I had to cut some comics and stuff, but it was yeah, that ran for years and it's I think it's the same continuity and it's still great. Mm -hmm. But they need to jump into more different mainstream stuff, like I said, cartoons or what have you. Right. Well, uh and so would you say like Ghostbusters and maybe a lot of the things from the eighties and nineties were your influence for 
growing up and making these movies? Uh, not really. Um, no? My biggest influence as a child was Sam Raimi, uh, for directing-wise, was Sam Raimi and Robert Rodriguez. Pretty much just those two are the ones that I looked up to the most as a, in terms of creating, in terms of like making a film. And acting-wise, it was Bruce Campbell and Jim Varney, Ernest P. World. Uh, which if you watch any of my acting and you see my face being a cartoon character, that's why. Yep. I'm just internally being like, I wish I was as talented as Jim Varney. You know, now that you say that, and now that you say that, like anytime I watch you like act in something, I'm going to be thinking of Ernest. Oh yeah. Yeah. I I, like the eyebrow movement, the eye movement. Like I, I'm not as good as Jim, not even close, but that's where a lot of my ticks and like, acting decisions do come from wally saves christmas that was kind of a meowy christmas yeah and a meowy christmas vacation the fourth film yeah i liked it like i like when i watched that when i watched uh you know you have you were having fun you were making something in your house and other people's houses you know all over the place uh you know you just it was enjoyable you know. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, with with Amityville Christmas Vacation, we definitely, well, honestly, me, I wanted to make something small again. Uh, it was kind of like because I made Cares Hell in 2016, and then I made the four Maui movies from like 2017 to 2019, and then I made Cares Hell two, which was another like bigger movie with like an actual cast and crew and budget, and then I was immediately hired. And like only a few months after release of Carousel 2 was already working on pre-production for the Shingles the movie, which was the biggest film I ever made with like a way bigger budget and a way bigger cast and a way bigger crew and way more locations. Hmm. And so I kind of went back to back with like larger productions that I wanted to make something like super small again, like the Meow is just because it's a little bit more laid back and a little bit more enjoyable. Right. Um, so I did. I wrote a small script, we know, with Bill Murphy. And, you know, just took some of my own money. And the only the only hook was that I needed to find a house to shoot in because my house is Wally Griswold's house. Like, we established that in the Meowie movies. So I could not claim that this house was in Amityville. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I talked to Scott Lewis, and he was game. You know, my cinematographer for a lot of my films, and he plays the um, uh, Crate and Spook. The great oh, reference nice. to uh, Final Friday of Creighton Duke. Uh, and he said, yeah, come shoot here. So we just we shot that whole movie in two days. I, I think it's so funny because I watched I watched it on Tubi and I watched it with the subtitles and I forgot what they called him. But he did, at the first second, he did not call him Creighton Spook. Uh, Spook. They called him like Creighton Spook, something else. Interesting. Like, yeah, but... Then later, I guess they called them Creed and Spook. So I guess I don't know if they. Well, the... I, I outsource the captions and right. I do proofread them, but I'm most. I, there's so many lines. Yeah. And like, I just miss it too. You know, like I, right. I'm not a, a perfect proofreader and I can't afford to hire someone else to also proofread these captions I paid for. So, you know, it's a human being on the other side of that keyboard. Sometimes mistakes happen. Yeah. My fun, the funniest one that I like the most is that so. The Meowie movies have a hedgehog in them, and the captions for a Meowie Halloween calls her a porcupine. And it's like, you have never seen a porcupine in your life, sir or madam. <laughs> this is not <laughs> even close. 
It's not a no, not at all. A hedgehog and a porcupine, completely different. Species. A little bit, a little bit. Yeah, you know, one's one's a little pointier than the other. <laughs> you know, um, but yeah, that's that's funny. Um, I you know I noticed that Tubi also, um, and I I don't know if you noticed this, but I mean I don't know if, how long it's been doing this, but they actually change the dialogue if it curses. You know. Oh, okay. So if you say the F word, they'll say something else, you know, or whatever, and and whatnot. But your, uh, they didn't matter on yours. Um, they haven't the done way, that to any of my R-rated films. Yeah. That makes me wonder. Like, are we sure that's a Tubi thing, or is that distributors doing it to make sure it gets picked up by streaming? Maybe. Because family stuff gets pushed harder in the algorithms. That's one of the reasons why I made multiple cat movies and why Amityville is like a PG movie. And that's why, like, Wild Eye cut out the sex scene of Carousel 1, because they were afraid that less streaming services would pick up the movie if it didn't have, if it had the sex scene. We'll wait on that topic in a second. We're going to bring our guest, other guest. And we have so we'll- another guest? Right, so the roundtable, it's supposed to be th- at least three people, you know, right? At least. So here we go. Here's wait, our other wait. guest calling in right, or wait, right can now. I, can I swear on the show? Yeah. Holy shit! Holy shit! Holy shit! Holy shit! As okay. long as Podbean doesn't uh, change the words or whatever. You know. <laughs> Hello, Natalie. Hi, Jonathan. How you doing? Good. How are you? I'm doing good. <laughs> Everybody, How's this everybody? is Natalie Perry, uh, star of Amityville Thanksgiving. Oh, God, you saw it before me, huh? <laughs> I know. You told me you didn't see, you hadn't seen it yet. So No, no. How was it? What did you think? I was, uh, I was telling um, Steve, uh, I, I enjoyed it. It was it was a Will Colazzo movie, you know? Like, Will has a certain style and a certain feel. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, I definitely got that from this movie. So I, I enjoyed well, it. It I was, was fun. Fem- I was a female lead, so... Yeah, <laughs> and she said uh, earlier to me she screams a lot in it, and she was right because <laughs> there was a lot of screaming in the movie, but it was it was fun. Like I enjoyed it. Um, by the way, Natalie, you're here with Steve Rosinski. Steve is the director and star of Amity and co-writer of Amityville Christmas Vacation. So two Amityville oh, people, two Amityville, nice Both to meet holidays you. right here. Yes, right. holiday Amityville. <laughs> nice to meet you. Nice, nice to, to meet, meet you, Natalie. Um, I was telling before the show started, or maybe when the show started, I forget, but I was telling Jonathan that like I started shooting uh, Amityville Christmas Vacation, and then like the day I started shooting, the trailer for Amityville Thanksgiving dropped, and I was like that Key and peel gif of him sweating profusely, <laughs> of just like, I need to finish this movie right now, otherwise it's going to be too late. <laughs> oh, yeah. okay. And where were you shooting, and in what state? Uh, I currently live in Pennsylvania. This was a smaller film, so we shot it in the Pittsburgh area. Oh, okay. Well, I'm in Long Island, so we we usually most ninety percent me me and Will usually shoot in Long Island. In fact, I just got cast for his newest one, playing uh, Desire, the witch. It hasn't been announced yet. Um, it's, Should uh, you have announced yeah. that on here? <laughs> I just announced it. Yeah, well, he told me tonight, so it's going to be announced on social media soon. So Okay, good. Um, you got the exclusive, Moody. I did. Yeah, I heard it before anyone else. Right. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I can't tell you much about the character, but she is a witch, obviously, and uh, her name is Desire. 
And uh, when I read it, I was like, wow, okay. So she's she's really, really like bossy and sarcastic and I love it. So yeah, why not? <laughs> I've always wanted to name a strip strip club named Desire, just so I can say it's a strip club named Desire. <laughs> You know, well, but it's, uh, not, no. it's not that kind of role. Well, <laughs> I don't. I didn't think it would be with your like. Yeah, uh, your your films, the films that you act in, you don't do any of that kind of risque kind of stuff. No, so. I don't. I'm not like that at all. No, and and I've I've been asked. I've been asked like a thousand times, and I just will not do it. Uh, so. Fair, you know. Um, that's yeah. everybody's choice. Yeah, you know? and as long yeah. as you stick to it, I um, will always stick to it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um so natalie we were talking about uh was it uh yeah we were talking about christmas vacation um the the amityville one now amityville uh thanksgiving uh how like when was it that you got uh cast for that was that like a year ago um i believe we shot it in october of last year yeah we shot it in a remote location in a cabin and uh yeah and uh it was pretty cold here, so that I do remember because after that we shot um, uh, Silent Bloody Night, and that was only a few months later. So, so yeah, I believe that was in October of last year. Dang, so busy! I'm shooting so much that I can't, I can't keep track, which is a good thing. I, I can't, <laughs> I, you know, because it's like seriously, um, you know, and yeah, it was that. It was bloody night. It was bloody night. Amityville Thanksgiving, and then it was Silent Night, Bloody Night, and now I'll be shooting for Camp Murder, Camp Murder Six Six. Yeah, Six Six Six. Yeah. Six, okay, six. that's the new one that, that they're doing. That's, that's awesome. the new one. Yeah, he um, he has like I said, he hasn't announced me yet. He just called me today. He says I finally got the script. He says I have this role. He goes, read it. Let me know what you think. If you want to do it, if not, you uh, you, uh, you pick another role. You pick the role you want. And I was like, oh. you know what? I, I I want to play Desire. So I was yeah. like, yeah, you know, you I get to pick what you want. You know, that's awesome. How many yeah, how well, many directors do that? Jeez. No, I know that because Will is pretty cool. I always love working with Will, and uh, you know, and he always compliments me on my acting and this and that, and so. Which is pretty cool. It's, it's it's a nice feeling, you know. Plus, I'm doing my own stuff, as you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I've been shooting a, a trailer, Project A, and also doing the music and the singing for that too. So, so there you go. Busy. Yeah, I'm I'm <laughs> I'm very busy. And then uh, and then the thing with bears, you saw that, you know, the the post with bears that's going to be shot in Turkey. I'm yep. going. I'm going there in the spring in Turkey, and uh, yeah, just a, a lot of stuff, which is pretty cool. <laughs> All right. Well, that's good. Uh, always, always get to stay busy. And and Steve, you're always busy doing something. Uh, oh yeah. I mean, I'm still on. We're still on post production for Shingles, the movie, the one that I got hired to adapt the book series for. Uh, this past week has just been email every news website possible as Scott <laughs> Lewis, you know, plucks away at editing and finishing the film. So that should be out early 2023. But at the same time, it's not my film. It's the financers film. So I don't know exactly what the release plan is. I don't know if they're going to get it out as soon as I give them like the files or if they're going to try to shop it around. We'll see. We'll see. I got paid and it's in my contract that, you know, I can still sell it at a convention. So I have something new to put on my booth. Okay. That's good. <laughs> you know that. Yeah. Well, Natalie, have you been to horror conventions yet? 
Um, I went to one a couple years ago. It was a uh, monster prom. And I actually met the cast of American Horror Stories and The Walking Dead. Nice. I took photos with them. Yeah. I actually took photos with them. I met, um, I also met, I also met uh, Skeet Ulrich. Sweet. I took photos with him from Scream. I met Matthew Lillard once. He was, he was a nice guy. From Scream. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah. So was he. he was just hanging out there, and I walked up to him and I'm like, "Yo, how you doing?" I'm the he, and you know, like I was there to promote um, a series I was supposed to be in that never happened. I won't go into that. And I was handing out like these pamphlets with my photo on it because I was the lead actress. And I says, "I says, oh, nice to meet you, Skeet." I says, "Uh, I says, you mind taking a photo of me?" He goes, "Sure, why not?" Got up, then we hugged. <laughs> we took a photo and, and then and then we started and that never talking. happens with me yeah <laughs> they're usually like give me 80 dollars and i'll i'll take a yeah, photo yeah you know you. yeah you know who wanted money uh nev campbell of course yeah um they it, there was no line at all for her and they still wanted like 75 to 100 bucks just to take a photo and i'm like mm-hmm. no nah, i don't think so that was Steve charges about that, so that's about right, right? That's Steve? just that's just a look at you. If you want, <laughs> if you want eye contact, it's on. I gotta start charging. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, dude, I gotta start charging. I'm pretty. I'm, pre- I'm getting. I'm pretty famous. <laughs> I don't like doing that. People keep asking me for for autographs, and I'm like, oh god. <laughs> well, it's it's it is easier easier for me since I'm also a filmmaker that I actually have. I'm selling my movies. Yeah, and I right. can just sign those, you know. Um, I've been doing the cons long enough. You know, I make buddies with, like, some of the other actors and stuff. So I hang out with them. We get drinks and what have you. But, like, I know some of the crap they deal with. And, like, some of their prices is either set by the agent. It's out of their hands. Or it's set right. by the convention. Yeah. It's set by the convention. And it's mm. just, like, like I know plenty of these guys are just like, yeah, let's take a selfie whenever the handler is not there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah, it's well, a, it's a whole thing. Like I, we, I, I feel bad and I get it, but at the same yeah, time, I'm similar bad. to you. Like I right, would never yeah. spend a hundred dollars for someone to scribble a piece of paper. Oh, oh okay. So oh. I had an incident happen, and I won't say who or what or whatever, right? Because you know, just to to be on the safe side of things. But I was at a table, and we were asked we asked this guest at the table if we could interview them and they're like yeah sure you know no problem right mm-hmm. and their handler whoever was with them was like you got five minutes that's it five minutes you know and after that you know you guys gotta so i was like all right all right whatever so we start a- a- interviewing this person and they start talking talking everything's going great you know we're having a great discussion mm-hmm. there are nobody at their table either you know like mm-hmm. nobody they're bothering them or anything. And then the handler's just like, after five minutes, and I'm like, oh my God, like, what the heck? And I realized that's not their fault. Like, it's not this, the, the, the guest's fault. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, yeah. that's probably the convention, you know, and stuff. It probably, yeah, it is. I mean, but she wasn't, she wasn't really nice. Uh, <laughs> uh, Nev, you know, I mean, like, I get, to, I got to meet Dennis O'Hare. He gave me his email address. Nice. So I was like, wow, this is so cool for American Horror Story. And I, I was like, he was so nice. Um, 
who else I met like I met the I took pictures of the whole cast of Walking Dead and and one guy goes and like I said like, I'm seeing him next to you goes you you make me look good and I'm like no I don't mm. oh <laughs> so that's I was like, nice Thank you. that's so sweet but um, yeah. yeah that's that I was, mean that was my last uh convention that I went to as far as horror so well but you should definitely get a table at some yeah. point uh, eventually, a... eventually we will. Eventually we will. We were supposed to do um, uh, for Will, for you know, for, for the whole cast and crew for Amityville Thanksgiving, uh, or, or Bloody Nun. But I don't know because of COVID, it they just said no. Uh, right. Because recently, uh, they were both sick. Everybody's getting COVID like crazy again, and it's 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 insane. Mm-hmm. I, I just got the new shot to be safe. Last time I had COVID, I almost died. I don't want to roll those dice again. Uh, Shit. I'm sorry yeah, about that. Well, I only got three of them, and I got sick on the third one, and I'm not doing the fourth one, so I'm done. Yeah, I mean, I... I, I think... Everyone got sick from one of those vaccines, I swear. Like, my wife tanked the first two like nothing, and then the third one killed her. I got killed by the second shot, but one and three did nothing to me. And neither did four. Neither did four. No, but... no, the third one. I'm not, I refuse to get the fourth one. <laughs> yeah. I, well, I mean, that's fair. Hey, you're, you're vaccinated. Shots. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Everybody got the shot, but they're still getting it. So what's the point? I, I Well, it, it's, you know. Well, it's like I a... almost died with the shot. I'm afraid of to think of what would happen if I didn't have the shot. That's all I'll say. It's sort well, of the disease. You're young. <laughs> yeah. The disease sort of, uh, you know, keeps evolving you know, and stuff and, and mutating. So, you know, I guess the, the stuff's just to be on the, you know, safe side and keep it, keep you updated. It's kind of like the flu shot, you know, every year you should probably Yeah, get. no, no, that's what happened. Uh, a couple of years ago, I got the flu shot and I got the flu worse. I was in bed for two weeks. <laughs> oh man. I said, sucks. well, that's not, I said, well, they, it's like they gave me the flu because that's what it really is. They're giving you they say that they're not giving me the virus, but they're giving me the virus so your own antibodies could fight this. But no, I was sick for two weeks. And I said, what the frick is the point of getting a <laughs> shot if you're gonna get sick? So I never I never got a flu shot after that. And that's it. Well, that's understandable. <laughs> um, yeah. So anyway, so let's uh let's move on to something that's less not like controversial. You know. Yeah. Um, so I, I want to uh, talk a little bit more about, uh, well, A, I, I want to talk about both both films because like right now it's about to be Thanksgiving. So I think that's mm-hmm. cool, you know, that we're about to have that. And then after that is Christmas. So Steve, I have to ask this because you are, as I've, I pointed out earlier, you've got, you know, Christmas stuff all over your, mm-hmm. you know, uh, your house and everything. Um, are you also a Thanksgiving fan or do you, do you not care? Thanksgiving or? is practice Christmas. That's oh, all real? it is. Yeah. Oh crap! I just noticed you got this. Wow, you decorate too, like I do. Oh my Hell god! Yeah. You, have, you have to see my videos, my home videos, because I do DIY projects. Okay. And last year, I made all my own wreaths. I made glass window boxes outside with lights and trees on on my stoop. Nice. Are you on Facebook? Yes, you can look me up, uh, Steve okay. Brzezinski. Okay. Uh, yeah. Um. <laughs> Uh, Jonathan, text me his name later so I find him. <laughs> it's I'll understandable. Leave, it's kind of a harder name to like write out. So I'll, I'll yeah, send it to you and everything. I'm always at 5,000, right, Jonathan? Yeah. So you should, uh, should definitely constantly. add Steve. Steve's always doing something. Uh, yeah. Always somebody to watch out for. 
Um, he made uh, Natalie. He made a couple movies called uh, the Carousels, Carousel, you know, series, and it's a okay. it's basically a killer unicorn carousel unicorn or whatever, like a you know, um, and it it is awesome. Both both movies are a lot of fun, and okay. uh, uh, the second one involves like you know fucking Nazis, you know, I don't, oh. and, and his adorable son. Never leave his that adorable Robbie. son. That's true. And, yes. And his and his adorable your adorable son? No, no the... he's a ha- it's a it's a Muppet. It's a half unicorn, half human offspring. Oh, okay. And, I'll check and, it out. It's a lot t- of fun. And I told the effects guy this needs to be the baby Yoda of unicorn children. And he delivered. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Sounds cool. Uh, yeah, I I'll definitely I'll definitely check it out. And they're both like they're both on uh Tubi, if I'm correct. All right. of my features are on Tubi right now. My only two works that are not on Tubi so was mine. <laughs> Slasher Hunter and The Survivors, but that's because like they were 30 minutes long each, and I made them for the internet. Right. But aside yeah. from that, yeah. I remember I had so it was Basic Slaughter on there too. Oh God, no, 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 okay. no, 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 no. So none of your like Fuck older Basic older Slaughter. Work. What no, my, eat- my older older work is? I hate it. And I think that they are embarrassing, <laughs> but because of fan demand, all of my pre-Silver Spotlight films, movies, so like 2010 and earlier, they are on Steve Buster, my digital subscription service, as exclusives. What was your original production company name? Dark Mullet Cinema. Dark Mullet Cinema, that's right, because you had a dark mullet or whatever. Yes, I did. And I, I it, was, it was like the Mel Gibson Lethal Weapon mullet. It was like flowing and beautiful. It wasn't. You're gonna be mad because one day, I don't know when, but one day we're gonna review on short film Saturday Wolfster. You know, okay. so just get ready for that. You know, I mean, those movies have an age well, but I'm not like embarrassed by the Wolfster movies. It's not like Basic Slaughter, which I was just. It shows all of my failures as a filmmaker when I was 20 years old, basically. So. Well, you were just starting out pretty much. I mean, you weren't like, uh, you know, that was like your first feature, if I'm correct. Yes, it was. You know, so there you go. Everybody, everybody's not proud of their first feature generally, like when they're directing it, mm-hmm. you know, they're uh, you, especially, you know, whatever, when they're so young, they're just kind of experimenting. You know? I didn't feel good exactly. about a, a feature until Super Task Force 1. That's That was my first feature. I was like, OK, I'm, I'm getting there. Here we right. Go. Yeah. No, absolutely. I gotta check out your work because I have no idea. I have so sorry, but I never heard of you. I'm sorry, Steve. <laughs> and I'm sure you never heard of me, but now we're gonna hear of each other. So <laughs> perfect. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. That's yeah, exactly I'm the... also I'm also a writer and a producer and a director too. So yeah. She's got yeah. uh so I, she's gonna be doing a movie called Jessica Lives, which uh, uh, I wrote. I wrote that she wrote and she's gonna star in, you know, and I'm really and... excited excited tell about that is in it. tell them who else is in it uh well you tell you want me to tell okay i got dennis haysberg and mm-hmm. ola repace and um i'm looking for other um how do you say other people that i'm talking to right now mm-hmm. and uh do you know who dennis haysberg is i i'm familiar with Dave, dennis yeah was he all yeah, is he's, he's the all-state guy right yes he is yes. But he's been in so many movies, and um, he's on Lucifer uh, from Netflix. He played God, and when I spoke to him, and I got the, and I was like, "Wow, you're so nice," you know. And um, and Ola Repace, he's such a sweet guy. He's from uh, Sweden, but he's an action star. He was in James Bond, like literally. 
he he did the fight scene in the beginning on the train, Daniel. Wait, you know, from mm-hmm. uh, from Skyfall. No, oh, nice. So and I got him to play Michael. Finally, finally, I found Michael. So yeah, Jessica Lewis is a revenge thriller that I wrote. It's about four guys who 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 um, want to like get with Jessica as a as she's walking in the park with her friend Matthew. Mm-hmm. And um, Matthew tries to defend her and he ends up getting killed. And they shoot, stab, and rape Jessica and they leave her for dead. But guess what? She's not. So so Jessica doesn't die? No. This title delivers. Exactly. There you go. Wait till you see see what the script is phenomenal. I was like, whoa, wow. Like, right, right, Jonathan, when you read it? I loved it. Yeah, I had a fun time. There was and, twists and turns, wasn't there? Like you didn't expect that ending. And I can I can safely say that I'm you know because it's in the IMDb already that I'm going to be playing the bartender in it, so I'm excited. Right. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And we and we are doing that in Turkey, so get ready. There you go. I got to get my passport. You know. <laughs> well, ready it's not going to happen until 2024 because I got so much stuff going on in 2023. Uh, especially with the bears and psych ruins. And I just send them all the pitch decks like mm-hmm. t- two days ago because I, I did all the pitch decks. Nice. So, yeah. So I send them like four pitch decks. So whatever the rest of, whichever movie that the investors want to do first, hey, it's up to them. They want to Jessica lives like in the spring. Everything is being filmed in Turkey, except except the new one that, I'm, that I just got attached to, The Summoning. Nice. Well, where will that be taking place? About the, that's that we're looking to film in Texas or Arizona. Um, Just going uh, all over the place. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the summoning is a true story, and it's going to be the next Exorcist, better than the Exorcist. Oh, that's that's a pretty bold statement right there. No, better than no, the Exorcist, because no, no, no. that's. I, a... I interviewed. I interviewed the family the last two days. And what nice. they told me, I was like, whoa. So I am writing that. And it's, I'm telling you, it's going to be huge. Nice. Well, that's good. I'm excited yeah. to hear more about it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So um, I want to I want to go back also with Steve. Some of uh-huh. the stuff that uh, you had done sort of after, you know, you, like, you know, you did the Captain Z, you know? Yeah, that was one I got hired to write and direct. That was a weird one uh because i don't you know for your listeners at home if you folks aren't familiar if you only know me from the cap movies or the carousel movie or you know amityville christmas vacation uh so captain z was the first time i got hired by a financer to make his movie idea but i immediately knew i was in for a ride because his movie idea was making a feature film about a character he played in jewelry store commercials for his father's jewelry store who is a pirate and I somehow had to turn that character into a feature film. And I just, I had, I had dinner the first night. I was just like, okay, Zoltan, uh, first question. So is this going to be like an actor that dresses like a pirate? Or are you envisioning like this is actually a pirate from the 1700s? Oh, it's an actual pirate from the 1700s. God damn it. Of course it is. I was gonna mention that it's a real pirate, like yeah, yeah. So like, so like, I had to like sell him a bit because I was like, you can't afford a period piece. Full stop, Zoltan. You can't right. afford a period. So I had to sell him on a time travel story and basically like did it like an Ash Army of Darkness, except the pirate got sent to present day. 
but that made him happy. But yeah, that was that was the first time I got hired by someone else to make their idea. And, you know, to this day, I'm proud of it. It wasn't my idea. It wasn't like my baby, but it does feel like one of my movies. You know, um, so I've been watching a lot of pirate movies because of Indie Film Cafe and stuff. And one of the first ones we did in uh, season four, I think, was uh, Jolly Roger, Massacre Cutter's Cove, which is an asylum one where the, you know, it's basically Freddy Krueger, but as a as a pirate, you mm-hmm. know, or whatever, you know, uh, saying all one liners and, you know, coming back from the dead, whatever. Then the other one I watched was Brett Kelly's uh, Pirates of Tre- uh pirates uh quest for snakes snake island or whatever which was you know kind of cute and fun Mm -hmm. but that was that was more like a period piece and and everything so it sounds like you were able to to make make it work with the the idea of taking and making it a oh we he was very happy with it he it was surreal making that movie like we would people would walk up because like in the area we shot in like the west virginia ohio area where his jewelry store is he's that character's a celebrity. People kept walking up and bothering Captain Z while we were shooting him, just like, what did I sign up for? We were eating at, like, the sandwich shop with the cast after one of the days of shooting, and his commercial came on the television. I'm just like, it's, this is my low, this is my micro-budget Transformers experience. <laughs> like, I'm adapting a franchise that already exists. Are there going to be any Captain Z's 2 or 3? Uh, or? Zoltan says, I had got an idea for Captain Z 2 every year since Captain Z 1 came out, so I'm guessing no. Okay, so that's <laughs> sad, you know, that that he has an idea, but it doesn't actually, nothing happens from it. Well, it didn't make a lot of money. That's the, that's the downside, is that it's, it's a hard sell. Like, one of the things that I asked him was, like, do you want this to be, like, an R-rated horror film so we can target that audience? Or do you want this to be like a family film? He's like, oh, like in between, which is like the worst answer he could have given me. <laughs> so it's like, a, so how do I sell a PG-13 modern pirate film with no stars? That's it, it's, it's already niche, and now it's ultra niche. So I told him this, and I warned him of this. Now, he still gets checks. It's not like it made zero dollars, but it just didn't make enough to really justify continuing the project. That's Sergeant Kabuki Man. You know, like yeah. that was sort of what happened with them was they wanted to do trauma and the funding people wanted to make uh, wanted to make Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, you know, or whatever, you know. And I mean, at the same time, though, Kabuki Man is my favorite trauma film. I think it, I think Lloyd works best when someone's reeling him back. Yeah, sort of. I mean, I agree. We're actually reviewing that. Um, so I guess people will hear this. We're going to review that soon and for Indie Film Cafe. So expect that in season six. And you more know, more sp- man, everyone's dropping spoilers this episode. I got to drop something from Shingles yeah, or something. Feel free, you know. <laughs> uh, feel free to give me an exclusive. I like Natalie's. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. That was fun. Um, but yeah, I you know um and and natalie i yeah i love that you're you're out there just continuing to work and, and get these things like you said on tubi we've got uh i know you got bloody nun 2 and i think you got a couple other ones um i saw this saw one on tubi uh i forgot what it was called that streets. i didn't get a chance to watch sadly because uh, the streets um, which one the streets uh i remember seeing that was that okay um uh something okay you know what's so funny is there's a lot sometimes there's ones that 
uh, pop up, but it, it said it was only going to be around for a day. I forgot what it was, which one it was that was only going to be there for like a well, day. Well, usually my movies go on Tubi and Amazon. So, I mean, if you just go on Amazon, I don't know if you have Amazon Prime. I mean, now I'm sure you do now, yeah. but you could just type my name and all, and all my movies come up. It's so weird. Yeah. <laughs> Are they it's all surreal, isn't it? Like... <laughs> It's nice, right? I said, isn't it like so surreal to type your name into like this major service that's owned by a major corporation? You're like, oh, I exist here. Yeah, (laughs) it's like this year alone is like so surreal, like all the stuff that I am in and have done like for the past few years. And everybody knows who I am. And just like you just Google me and there's like seven pages of who I am. (laughs) And I've done and I'm and in December is going to be my hundred interview. Oh, nice. Oh, wow. Holy cow. Yeah. My hundred interview. This, wait, like, are they like written interviews or like any interview that you did? Um, I've been, come on, I've been doing magazines, cable, TV, radio. Um, what else? Blogs. Um, the, the next one is going to be, uh, Canada. Oh, nice. So I've done interviews from Italy, Spain, um, you name it, international um, magazines. Uh, um, I just did one recently, The Hollywood Reporter. Awesome. Wait, Hollywood Reporter interviewed you? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So when that comes out, I'll be showing that to everybody. <laughs> I'm sure Steve yeah. will, will get interviewed for his Meowry movies, you know, or whatever. I'm waiting for that Disney check. Come on, guys. Just. <laughs> um, yeah, well. So, Steve, you did the, you know, we, we talked briefly about your Miari movies uh, and everything like that, but I don't think Natalie heard anything about those. Can you? What's ex- a Miyawi movie? Uh, okay, I'll just get into the history. Uh, so it was right. So right after I finished Cares Hell 1 in 2016, we got picked up relatively quickly for distribution. Uh, but the distributor was very upfront and outright said we got a ba- bit of a backlog. So it's probably going to be a year or two before we can release your film. And, you know, it's kind of hard. Yes. And, you know, it's kind of hard to, like, immediately make another, like, larger budget film when the first one isn't even out. There's no return at all. So I was kind of sitting on my ass for that year. Uh, My buddy and I did have a podcast. We were reviewing films and we kept on reviewing a bunch of talking animal holiday movies. And I kept losing my mind because they were so milk toast, but all clearly cost like six figures. They all cost six figures because they're all in a mansion and I see all the crew and I see all the cast. I'm just like, they're just pissing away all this money and not even having any fun with it. Except for the Three Dogateers, John, which was a great film. Because I he knew bought that for was. somebody. It's on, it was, came, uh, I bought that for Lenore, who was one of our you know special guests or whatever. whatever. Hilarious film, honestly. Yeah. But uh, by the end of it, I was broken by the series specifically, The Dog Who Saved Blank. It's Christmas, Halloween, Christmas Vacation, the holidays, Easter, you name it. And I just lost my mind. So on the podcast live, I was just like, fuck it. I have a cat. I'm going to make my own Home Alone ripoff. So I made a meowy Christmas in 2017 out of spite. Purely out of spite and no other creative reason. <laughs> and yet it blew up on streaming and people loved it. Like kids loved it. Adults loved it. It got it did really well. So I said, OK, OK, I'm going to ride this wave. Um, I always wanted to make a PG horror movie. Like I love Ernest Scared Stupid. I love Paranorman. You know, I love Hocus Pocus. I love kids horror. Uh-huh. So 
I made a Meowy Halloween as my PG horror movie to kind of play it safe because now I got a series that people already recognize, but I can do what I want to do. And that was an even bigger success. The best thing I ever did in my life as a director. I don't know why. That's what happens in life. The stuff you work hard on goes nowhere and the dumb stuff you do blows up for some reason. <laughs> but those were like such big hits and like people really dug them and had fun with them even though they were lower budget and basically just me and my cat for about half the movie and i didn't want to fall into the pit of just making cat movies for the rest of my career because i could have fallen into that pit so then i did meowie 3 and meowie 4 and just like ended the series as as if it was like this epic saga but i actually had like a continuous story throughout all four of them and ended it there and the fans were happy and I'm honestly so proud that I made those cat movies because I don't know if you ever knew this, Jonathan, but if you like Google, if you search my name on Amazon, it brings up other talking animal movies. That's how associated my name is with the talking animal genre now. And to me, that's the biggest award as a filmmaker I could receive in my life. Even a talking cat? With a talking cat mark? comes up if you yeah. search for me yeah that's awesome that's that uh, awesome that's, that's the that's movie cool. that uh was it uh paul tortured for uh g larry butler and his daughter and mm -hmm. they did a show called little stinkers you know which is just really crappy uh you know kids movies you know yeah. santa claus uh meets the ice cream bunny you know kids like movies that. do well i mean that's why miami of is a pg movie so you know super task force was my first foray into like more pg family films so when i did the cat movies i knew relatively speaking it was like kind of a, like a safe financial decision weirdly but that's also why i didn't want to just do those forever but i'm really really glad that i made them i'm glad that i made four talking cat movies because what other horror director does that <laughs> David Dakota. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. It's you and David Dakota. <laughs> oh, <making> God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So there you go. Um, we're kind of approaching the end of the uh, the end of the show. Um, but Natalie, was there any other projects that you wanted to kind of um, talk about real quick? Yeah, let people I'm, know about? I'm doing Vile. Um, you know, Vile, uh, that's another true horror story. Uh, about a family that got, you know, moved into this haunted house. I can't talk too much about it. And I'm playing the the female. She actually picked me to play her. Just nice. Like Wait, based on a true story? It's based on a true story. Um, we're filming the teaser in January in Philadelphia. And awesome. I'm the executive producer and also the lead actress of it. And uh, yeah, so um, it's 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 gonna be cool. And then February, I'm going to Florida. I'm not done. I'm gonna just keep going. And then February, I'm going to to film another another movie. Um, it's a religious one, my first one ever. Oh, faith Playing film. A faith film, yeah. Um, I always wanted to do one, but you know, I'm not just a horror queen, people. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I'm I'm not typecast, which is pretty cool um i'm doing that in february and then in march i'm going to poland nice well yeah. there you go all over the place yeah poland then, turkey philadelphia poland, yeah and then i'm coming back and then in april or may i'm doing i'm going to turkey and then in june in, in, in july i'm coming back shooting something else and then august i'm going to hungary sweet to shoot well, 
So you busy, have busy. to you, you gotta let me know when we're gonna shoot your stuff because I gotta work around that schedule. Uh, yeah. Uh when we get that's the thing is I can't like say anything or I can't do anything until yeah, I know, I know you know, I until know. money. <laughs> money and, happens. And, Steve and, knows and, that. <laughs> and also the script too. I still haven't seen it, but I'm oh yeah, the, the, that needs to get finished too. So there's just still? a lot <laughs> still? going on right now. You don't have um, any scripts in a month <laughs> yeah I, I i i wish i had time to do 20 scripts in one month you know sadly just doesn't happen with um <clears throat> just life you know a lot of stuff going yeah, on i know i know i know and um but the vial is gonna be really good because i you know that's a true story and the summoning um when i interviewed the two brothers and over the weekend Jonathan, my hair is standing up. My was uh, it, it, the stuff that they were telling me. It's like I was there with them, and um, that I, I, I literally had to go outside and do the sign of the cross and pray to God and all that stuff. And yeah, so um, once I start writing that, I'm actually going to start writing that this weekend. Um, awesome! It's going to be it's going to be huge. Um, yeah, and uh, so is Jessica Lives and Psych Ruins, and what else am I doing? The Last Stop, The Last Stop, that's it, The Last Stop. The uh, that's also gonna be filmed in Turkey. All the repaces all is is in that. He's he, he's actually in a lot of my stuff, playing my husband, the detective. You know, he signed he signed with Natalie Perry multiple projects. So I was like, oh wow, this is so cool, you know? Nice. And, um, yeah, so. Uh, the last stop um, is about a couple that goes that checks into a motel somewhere in Arizona. It happens to be a ghost town, and the people that own the motel are like, um, how do you say, demonic? They're with a demonic cult. Okay, and, cool. Yeah, I, I, I wrote that, and nice. the owner. I mean, you you already know my writing, so yeah, and. Um, and uh, and I, and everybody says, how do you come up with this stuff? I says, I don't know. I said, I'll be just sitting on the couch, just boom. I'll, I'll just get a thought and I'll just start writing, and that's it. Like uh, uh, I, I was talking on the phone with somebody, and it was like two o'clock in the morning, and I said, you know what? I started writing something about I can't sleep about dreams, and so I sent it to one of the directors. He goes, oh wow, this is great. He says, he says we're doing an anthology of short stories, and I want to put this in there. I said, go for it. Yeah, so. Awesome. Well, that, that sounds like a lot that's going on. That's awesome. Um, how about you, Steve? What do you, what do you, what do you got going on? Uh, you know, I'll just take the moment to, A, you know, again, promote, you know, Amityville Christmas Vacations out now. It's on Tubi. Um, but also, Shingles the Movie is coming soon. You know, this is based on a book series that has like 50 entries. It's a The book series is a parody of the Goosebumps series and just 90s book horror in general. Oh, I love the Goosebumps. Yeah, so this is this is gross R-rated Goosebumps. Oh. Uh, but that's their inspiration. Um, nice. And they hired me to turn five of their books into an anthology film, which we shot in May. We're editing now. Um, should be out early 2023. Um, but keep an eye out. You know, we got the trailers up. Um, I keep posting news on my Facebook page, my Instagram, at Dark Mullet. Um, the, you know, sending the news out to all the websites that hopefully cover it uh, from time to time. But it's really fun. You know, it's it's about a, to tell you about the film, Jonathan, it's about a group of friends that are waiting for their scoutmaster to pick them back up from the parking lot that he just left them at uh, around a fire. A little bit of Are You Afraid of the Dark inspiration. 
uh, there, and they just each tell a story that they all allege really happened to them, and it's, each one's a horror story. So we nice. got different books. It's a five, you know, four and a half different stories basically but it's a lot of fun a lot of characters a lot of effects a lot of practicals it's the first time i've done anything with zombies nice a pittsburgh boy everyone kept on yelling at me to make a zombie thing and i don't i finally did it because someone paid me to <laughs> um, um yeah somebody wants me to do a zombie movie and i'm like uh yeah i just got the script like last week and i'm okay. like, <laughs> I'm like Okay, let me read this when I get a chance. Um, Lucy, before we go, can I just say a shout out to the people that I promised I'd say a shout out to? Sure. Okay. Um, Is that okay? No, it's fine. Yeah, I just want to thank Davichi Young from Bears who who actually believe in me for letting me audition and giving me this role. I, you are the best. Daryl, thank you. My my director, Will, you always be with me. Tony, thank you for being my friend. Jonathan, thank you. Everybody that... Charles, my manager, thank you. Everybody that follows me, thank you. And everybody, thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> yeah, definitely. You, Thanks. You, you called me last minute to come on the show, and I, and I was like, okay. <laughs> I totally, <laughs> to, I get, totally yeah. love that. Yeah. No, no, I no, I, I had fun. I got to meet you, Steve. And hopefully we'll uh, connect one day, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Absolutely. Exactly. Yeah. Are you, uh, are you heading out, Nellie? It sound like no, you're... you you just said that you that the show was ending oh no okay <laughs> uh but uh, but steve um to go back to your uh shingles so the, the so they tell the uh the stories and then we, we get to see them is that like just just like are you afraid of the dark and kind of stuff and then yeah are you afraid of the dark you know tales from the crypt tales from the dark side uh creep show type of deal you know we had a lot of fun you know every story is lit differently every story is shot a little bit differently even though i'm directing all of them and scott Lewis is, is the cinematographer on all of them we still try to give each story its own little unique flavor because awesome. we wanted to make the guys that you know wrote these books authors and dragons is their name look them up um we wanted to make them happy this was the first time i was making something with a worldwide fan base like i was posting the casting list of like the four four leads and immediately I had I saw like 50 comments of like this is exactly how I pictured Jimmy Headshot. This is perfect. I was like, oh no, there's expectations now. <laughs> uh, oh no. Uh, but you know, we I was a special guest along with a few of the cast and crew at the Authors and Dragons convention. They're big enough; they have their own convention every year. And we showed oh, like wow. the first eight minutes of the movie, and it killed. You would have thought I was Henry Cavill coming out to say I was Superman again. <laughs> with how these people were reacting so i feel good about the movie and like the first eight minutes are the worst part of the movie i'm not saying they're bad but like everything past that is better so if they like that mission accomplished baby exactly so that's coming soon you know keep an eye out you know if you want to follow news and stuff you know follow me on facebook follow me on instagram uh i am still on twitter for now silver spotlight films uh look that up oh for now <laughs> uh, my website you know, for all of my physical media, silverspotlightfilms.com. Uh, if you don't do physical, I do have my own digital subscription, stevebuster.com, where for $2.99 a month, you get all of my movies, which is about 17 hours of content. Or for $4.99, you get all the content, which means all the bonus features, all the old stuff that I don't sell anymore, all the exclusives, all the sneak peeks, and that's like 40 hours of content. So take a look at Steve Buster if you want. You get permanent links. You can keep them forever. Just don't share them. That's all I ask. But, you know, economy's bad. I get it. So if you can't spend anything right now, 
Third best way to support me, look me up on Tubi. Like I said earlier in the episode, all my films are on Tubi. Yeah, check gonna, them out. I'm going to check out your Christmas thing you, you were uh, just talking about on Tubi. I hope it makes you laugh. I really do. <laughs> it's all I made it for. <laughs> it's just, it, like, I, I wrote a review of it today, and I just said it was adorable. Like, that's that's it. It was just, it was adorable little little short, you know, movie and stuff. Um, I, you know, it, it, it's sad because I guarantee you there are people that look at that and still like, oh, oh my God, this is just whatever. And I'm like, it's just a short movie with a dude who goes on vacation to, you know, t- and, and ends up dating a ghost. You know, that's literally, you Aww, know. It sounds cool. Yeah. <laughs> the first review Amityville Christmas Vacation got was from Mac Brewer at Horror Society. And he said, he put it in my favorite way. Like it's it's one it's something that I thought about for years, but he just put it perfectly. He's just like this movie is a really fun, cute, genuinely hilarious movie that a bunch of horror fans are gonna hate because it doesn't have any effects and it's not scary and they're gonna miss the point that it's just supposed to be fun. And I'm just like, yep, you're right. Because guess what? You go on Letterbox, one star, not scary, half star. This isn't. There's no. There's only one ghost in this. I'm like, you guys. Yeah, I don't know how much more clear I can make it. I put a whole tree in a suitcase in the opening scene. I don't know how to establish its comedy any better than that. I don't know. I I just bought Amityville Vibrator, so I don't know. You Love know, Amityville like, Vibrator. Shout out Nathan Rumler. Yes, he was awesome. Met him at a Scarefest. He was really cool. I liked him. I was gonna get an interview with them, and then it just it got too late so mm-hmm. we just didn't we're only there for one day so we weren't able to do that but next time next time i run into him next time get two more amityville people including him i i did i we did eat at the same restaurant too and his buddy was like hey he's over here if you want to get in there nice <laughs> I, was like, I was like i don't think this is the appropriate time <laughs> you know, well everybody's eating their fucking pizzas and shit yeah um but all right anyway guys thank you guys so much for coming on nice to meet you steve uh jonathan send me his uh name so i can spell it the right way (laughs) yeah all right i definitely will (laughs) and steve confirm my request okay i will okay thank you you. nice to meet you nice meeting you have a great evening bye-bye okay you too okay bye 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 um, and and thank you, Steve, definitely, uh, once again, and everybody for listening. Hope you guys enjoyed this, and uh, we'll be back, uh, I think, in, in next, uh, what is it? I think next month. So in December, there'll be one last episode for the year. So until then, everybody, have a good one. Bye. <laughs>